you might want to have some emergency supplies because I'm about to celebrate the person of the year. And that I'm going to celebrate with a dramatic wow. reading. Uh, and uh, you might want some emergency supplies because the world could just stop. It's uh, that important. Really is. Really scary. Anyway, my Patriot Supply can help whatever the emergency is. Three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. Right now, it's $200 off. Get over 2,000 calories a day. You just add water and heat. And right now, MyPatriotSupply.com will uh, go in there and get in the three-month emergency food kit. You'll save $200. Make sure you order by 3 p.m. Your order is going to be shipped the same day. The best emergency food anywhere. Lasts up to 25 years. I don't think we're going to have to wait that long. Take $200 off right now at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Some very exciting news. They have just named the person of the year. They have just named the Time Person of the Year. Who could it be? Who could it be? It's the Israeli soldier. Nah, not so much. Who is it? I, I, am, on, I am on the edge of my seat. My bottom's barely touching the seat right now. Who's it going to be? I'll tell you in 60 seconds. Right now, lovey, I'm a man of taste and decency. Don't you know? Only the finest caviar and the most expensive champagne for me. Oh, and when I drive off after stepping out of my 4,000 square foot shower, I use towels that <laughs> really only Lovey and I could pack in our giant steamer truck trunk for that, that three-hour tour. Why did he pack all of that stuff for a three-hour tour? Seriously. I mean, there's no reason for it whatsoever. Anyway, uh, the 4,000-foot uh, shower, um, I, I, I hate to blame that on Thurston Howell. It's actually uh, Chris Christie's shower, and he's in it right now getting ready for the debate. But my pillow is announcing two brand-new lines of my towels for you to try out. Lovey, they're fantastic. They're made with amazing ring-spun cotton. I mean, the little people don't have these. Actually, little people can afford them. Six-piece set now for an amazing introductory sale price for as low as $29.98 with a promo code back. Of course the $29.98. How do you think I got so wealthy? The designer premium line. I'm just kidding. I inherited all my money. Premium line is just $20 more right now. Either way you go, it's a 50% savings now through December 12th. You can also get free shipping, no minimum spend required. It's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Make sure you enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK. 
Stu, who would you choose? Who would you choose? Think of the entire year, all of the things that have happened. Who? Who would be the person of the year? Wow. Well, they usually name some horrible dictator. Uh, um, you know uh, what? The Hamas freedom fighter. Yes. Uh, person yes, of the year. Yes. yes there yes. you go. No. Not, no? No. Not the Israeli story uh, a soldier. I think that oh, the Hamas would have had a better chance of winning it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not who it was. Come on. Come on. Come on. Person of the year. Hmm. Uh, I mean, Zelensky. Let me give you. No, he's already. He was, no. How no. about Zelensky and Putin arm in arm on the cover? Let me give no? you a hint. Mm. With yet another dramatic reading. Our secret moments in your crowded room. They got no idea about me and you. There's an indentation in the shape of you. Made your mark on me, a golden tattoo. You know yet? No, I'm not. All this silence and patience, pining in anticipation. My hands are shaking from holding back from you. Ah, ah, ah. All of this silence and uh, silence and patience, pining and desperately waiting. My hands are shaking from all of this. Ah, 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 ah. Sounds like a personal issue. Say my name and everything just stops. I don't like you like a best friend. Only bought this dress so you could take it off. <laughs> take it off. I, I I appreciate you not reading any more of this. Whatever <laughs> really? it is. Yes. Come on. Come on. Who is it? Who is it? It sounds wonderful. and I'm really interested to it's know. It's the bicycle guy that just... I'm sorry. The bicycle woman that just won... The bicycle woman. Yeah, you know, the, the one that just won the bicycle race, you know, the guy who oh, that just wait, is, is the transgender guy who won the bicycle. Yeah, the, the women's bicycle race. I, I don't know who that person's name. I is. only bought this dress so you could take it off. <laughs> you don't think that Time magazine would would do the transgender Maybe movement? The is male the athletes, trans women in sports yes. is the person of the year. What, no. Did they write a No, they did not. Very mediocre song. It is, of the... course, Taylor Swift. Ah. Uh, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Congratulations. They, yeah, yeah. Person mm-hmm. of the year. No, wow. I don't think that's shallow. I mean, she's a big entertainer. She is a big entertainer. You know, she is a big entertainer. Lots of impact on my football watching every weekend. Get mm-hmm. to see. You know. I just wanted to bring it up because I know how much she means to you. She does. I get to hear the pitch of, hey, did you know a player on your favorite team is related to the person who's dating this woman that you don't care about? Let me talk about it for 48 straight minutes. Uh, that's I, I love that in every NFL podcast. I know broadcast. you do. Um, but no, I uh, Taylor Swift, I mean, look, you can... She had a heck of a year. No, <laughs> she did. It really was an amazing she year. She did. If you're going to give it to she an entertainer, did. she's... I she's think, the, the entertainer choice. to do. Yes. I mean, there, well, there were other Well, her Jimmy impact. Fallon. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, put that he's... In mm-hmm. Oof, what a year he had. Um, Trevor Noah? Would you put Trevor it? Noah, oh, another one. <laughs> there's another one. another one? No, but I mean, like, if you're going to give it to an entertainer... I. It did feel like there was a lot going on this year, though. No, what? Maybe what was happening? There was multiple wars huh. that broke out. Really? Uh, yeah, you yeah. kind of had that. Yeah. You, you had a lot of stuff going on mm. that was of, of large impact. But maybe... The whistleblowers? 
They would have been good. Mm, Which ones? Well, the Hunter Biden one, the anti, (laughs) the ones that pointed out that we were just targeting Catholics for no reason and calling them terrorists. Which ones would, which whistleblowers would you like? I find none of them, by the way, that you're going to mention would go to this unless it's a whistleblower on like Donald Trump. Then you have a chance. Right, right. Sure. But how about the, how about the Ivy League um, uh, presidents of Harvard, MIT that, I mean, they're women. And they were they were fantastic yesterday. Mm. Fantastic on anti-Semitism. They've been very strong on that. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they're very, very strong to. They're very anti-Semitic. I mean, they're <laughs> they're very good on that. I mean, you could put uh, Rashida Tlaib. She's oh, been the she's the been queen the of que- the anti-Semites. Well, I think it's pretty hard to let me play mm. a little bit of the testimony on Capitol Hill from the uh, from the presidents of Harvard, MIT. And Penn, they were asked about, you know, the calls for genocide of all the Jews on their campus. Listen to this. At MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Mm. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, <laughs> or calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. Okay. So so stop, not- stop, stop. <laughs> I just have to, just have to say. What? I have heard chants on campus that could, in the right context, be anti-Semitic calling for the genocide of the jewish people well, sometimes when you call for the genocide of jewish people you're not being anti-semitic at all right right like you're looking for more uh, living space yes you know living space yes. uh, that was a big uh, right another catchphrase you might remember from history yeah. a little more living space is right all we i mean need. not for them but not for, for them us. for us yeah. we need to spread out spread our wings a little bit right. not enough room for the german people and right. a little more living space <laughs> okay so she's heard chance that could in theory, could. Yeah, we're not going to say that it, they no, were. They no. could be anti-Semitic in the right context. You know, I, I don't know what context it would be anti-Semitic to say we should have a genocide of all the Jews. There's probably you one, know. though. Yeah, there's somewhere out there. Somewhere you really search. OK, <laughs> let's continue. Incredible. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. That would be um, investigated of, uh, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill. Okay, stop, at- stop, stop, stop. If pervasive and severe. Mm. Now, I think anybody standing at a rally chanting death or genocide to all the Jews. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think that's pretty severe. I would say it is pretty severe. It okay. seems like if it doesn't violate your code right. of conduct, perhaps your code of conduct needs to be adjusted. Right. Did you go to Harvard, though? I did not. I didn't either. And so, you know, I, I you don't know these Yale. things. Yeah. I don't know and what I, Yale's policy is. I don't either. I don't either. And I don't understand, you know, the intellect of Harvard. Let's go to MIT, where they're even smarter. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does oh, calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? Hmm. 
if the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Okay, yes. stop. Am- okay, stop. Uh, so interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so if they're chanting "death to all the Jews," that's not. And then, but they round but then they them all up. They actually kill Jews then at that it's, point. Then it's harassment. Once they've wiped out all the Jews, right. we're going to act. Right. Okay. Hey, they can build showers. They can build oh, gas yeah, changes, obviously, course. yes. But the minute the they minute start they... to use them. Well, and, and, and technically the speech is calling for genocide, so they probably have to wipe them all out before we act. But right. at some, that's when our code of conduct will kick in. You know, when there's no Jews left, we'll be like, you know what? Hey, guys, stop. And I bet they will at that point. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. here we go. Well, there won't be any left. Right. Specifically calling for the genocide of Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision. Context. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. <laughs> that is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer <laughs> yes, Ms. McGill. So is your if testimony it, that it, you will not answer yes? If it uh, is, if the, yes speech or becomes, no. if the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? <laughs> the speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual. Targeted as, at an individual. Well, it can't it's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. And is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying. I I can't believe this. I I I can't believe this. If you have a microaggression, which is not saying we should kill all of you, mm-hmm. okay? A micro-aggression. They need a safe space. Everybody needs to go cry and be protected. If, if you use the wrong pronouns, right. they put these things into these categories. Right. And calling for the genocide of Jews? Well, you know what? If it's targeted towards an individual. Well, technically, if you're calling for the genocide of, of the whole race, it's not targeted at an individual. It's all individuals, the, every single one of them. So I guess maybe that's their out. Um, I, but also, I will say, you know, that's one of the best uh, grilling. Oh. Uh, I mean, that is an, she did a really good job with really that. Really good job. Now, I will say... It should have been easy for them to say this. (laughs) You can look at the... What you don't maybe get on radio is the faces of these women as they are uh, trying to answer these Mm -hmm, questions. mm -hmm. They're so smug and so like, oh, this... She's... I see what you're trying to do here and I'm not going to fall for it. Um, Well, it it depends on the context. Hang on. What are you trying to do there? Yeah. 
You're she's trying, trying to, to trap say them, to make them uh, to, be, to make them say the Palestinian protester kids are bad. And it's like, well, yeah. When they're calling for the genocide of the Jews, yeah, they are. Yeah. You should be able to say that with yeah. real confidence. Yes. Should be really easy. Even By the way, more confidence than the pronoun mistake that you're going to throw 10 kids out of, out, of, uh, out of your school for next week. Here's a Jewish student uh, that is suing UPenn describing anti-Semitism. On October 7th, Israel was attacked. Since October 7th, American Jews have been under attack. My name is Ayal Yacobi. And I am a proud American studying at the University of Pennsylvania. I love Penn. I've wanted to attend this university since before I can remember. I'm here because the Penn I attend today is unrecognizable from the Penn I once used to know. Penn, once renowned for groundbreaking discoveries like the mRNA vaccine, is now a chilling landscape of hatred and hostility. Our university, revered for its pursuit of knowledge, has devolved into an arena where Jewish students tiptoe through their days, uncertain and unsafe. Not only are tensions palpable, but there have also been materialized actions taken to intimidate and harm students. A bomb threat against Hillel, a swastika spray painted, the Hillel and Chabad houses vandalized, a professor posting the armed wing of Hamas's logo on Facebook, a Jewish student accosted, Jews are Nazis, etched adjacent to Penn's Jewish fraternity house. Why doesn't the university hold the perpetrators of such acts accountable? Is the university fearful that they may offend those who wish to intimidate and harass their fellow students? Mm -hmm. Penn's ambivalence fuels a crisis that has shattered my academic sanctuary. Policies meant to safeguard us have become hollow promises. And let us be clear, if they fail Jewish students today, tomorrow they will fail the rest of us. It was powerful. Yesterday was a very powerful day. And not just for uh, outing of anti-Semites, but also those who were called transphobic. Uh, there was another hearing on Capitol Hill yesterday where uh, I saw again one of the greatest responses I have seen from a congressperson. We'll go there in 60 seconds. First, when you absolutely positively have to buy or sell a home, sometimes you just have to. You want the people that you can trust on your side doing the best job possible. It's a company called realestateagentsitrust.com. Is this my company? I started it, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago because I didn't know how to interview a, a real estate agent. I had no idea how they you know, what, what are the best practices? Well, I figured that out because I started doing work with the what the Wall Street Journal said was the 500 best real estate agents in the country. And I found the pattern. I asked them about best practices. The one thing that you need is somebody who knows the best practices, engages in them, has a very, very popular website that already has the traffic built in. Plus, somebody that relates to you, somebody that listens to you. The agents we work with are those people, top sellers. They know the lay of the land, best practices to get your family where you need to go. So whether it's across the street or across the country, if you're looking for a real estate agent that will get the job done, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
Okay, so there was a another House hearing, um, and Riley Gaines was there, and Summer Lee, the representative, uh, said that we are just going to hear nothing but transphobic language. Uh, we're going to have to sit here and listen to these transphobes. And uh, Riley Gaines uh, had a problem with that. Listen. To me, that although the title of this hearing implies a much needed discussion, we're likely going to be forced to listen to transphobic bigotry. Unsafe, unfair, and discriminatory practices towards women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. I have, as the saying goes. Uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. Madam Chair, she's engaging in personalities. Engaging in personalities. What, what is that Can mean? I just ask how it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Order. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I mean, this I is... to withdraw the point of order. This is insane. This is insane what's going on. And finally, somebody snapped. Uh, it is Lisa uh, McLean. I don't know if she's related to the McLean that, you know, is in that Christmas film, that documentary about the, the bombing <laughs> in Los Angeles. But uh, here's Lisa McLean in response. Listen to this. What have we lost our minds? I sat here and listened to every every label imaginable. I I am here to protect women, girls. My God, why do I have to apologize for that? We spent decades trying to protect women, and you know what? We won. We won. So I will not apologize now or Ever for trying to protect my daughters and women in sports. And that's what this hearing was about, protecting women. So you know what? I am a woman, and let me tell you, hear me roar, because I will not stop protecting women. You want to know why? Because we have rights, too. Women have rights, too. And our daughters have rights, too. Let me be explicitly clear on that. And I will never stop protecting our daughters. I will never stop protecting women. That is my job as a mother, and it is the right thing to do. I love her. I love her. Then she pushed a the computer on a program. chair down the elevator shaft. And, um, all right. Prices for almost everything have gone up dramatically over the past year. But don't worry. I mean, the main things that went up were just food and fuel. No big deal. Uh, inflation is under control. Don't forget that. What is the first step towards owning nothing and being happy? Well, you have to destroy the value of money. So people uh, who don't know how inflation works can't afford anything. They can't afford to own anything. How much do you know about inflation, how it happens? How much do your kids know? Inflation is a very important concept to know who's causing it and what causes it. The Tuttle Twins would like to enlighten uh, your kids and your grandkids and you with a free stocking stuffer. It's a book called The Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It explains inflation and money in a way that both kids and adults can enjoy and understand. 
The books are free until they run out of the extra supply. So don't wait. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the free book. You just pay for shipping. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Teach your kids how to stay ahead of inflation. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn and fight inflation by saving 30 bucks with the code Glenn Plus. So I'm sorry, I'm very distracted right now. Because Buddy Delf bought it, brought in some chocolates and I yeah. can't open them. I can't. They're in this. I mean, do you have to be old money to know how to open these things? Is yeah, that what it is? Because they're fancy the, chocolates? They've got the gold wrapper on them, so yes. Oh my gosh, you can't. There, there's, now it's open. <laughs> wow, this is... Uh... I mean, there's only so much time to open a box of candy. If they make it impossible to open, you just pound it open. There are shards of sharp plastic all over the studio now. Well, Wait, but but as you were like ripping that off, you saw clearly a, uh, a a a sticker type of thing that was wrapped around the outside. That was obviously how you open that package. You don't well, slam no. it against the desk like a like an insane person. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't insane. That is a regular way <laughs> that when you when you wrap chocolate like you like it's a like an old CD. That's how you open it. Would you like some chocolate? I'm okay. okay. I, I'm afraid I'd be eating plastic shards <laughs> if, if I were to ingest any of this. Gosh. That was... Now, how many times is that... How many times have you done that? That seemed like it was not the first time you had smashed a a package of chocolates against the table to open it. I mean, you I, really I, wanted some chocolate there. That was a uh, real no, desire. More, no, less about the chocolate, more about the packaging. You're just... It was the, you don't get to the point where you're opening something and it's oh. been so sealed that there's no way any human could ever open it. Oh, I've definitely gotten yeah. to that point before. I can't. I can't take not, that. Not on like, national radio. Right. It's never well, happened to me on national radio. Before, oh, well, I'm but. not ashamed of who I am. <laughs> Maybe you should be. <laughs> you know, that's a, I feel like that's a lesson really? we've learned lately. A lot of really? people are like, I just need to tell the world who I am. Maybe, Maybe. you shouldn't. <laughs> me. <laughs> You know, Glenn, maybe the way you just acted should be closeted. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You're sitting over there with a bottle of whiskey and you're telling me to behave myself. I have. You see what I just did to the chocolates? You know how much I want that whiskey right now? I, I will say, I've got some Fox and Odin whiskey right here. And uh, I not it's such a beautiful bottle. I didn't want to open it. Uh, it's not that beautiful. Let's open it. Glenn, I mean... Glenn is looking at me in a way that is disturbing. I feel like a, a protective parent, and you're like Jared from Subway. Like that's what I feel like. This well, it bottle, is, it's uh, what is it? It's like twelve year old whiskey. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> a very wrong conversation. Uh, but <laughs> I will say, I like taunting you mm -hmm. over alcohol because yeah. I think it's really funny and I'm, that means me I'm I a just good friend. want to smell it I love the smell I know, of good but whiskey that's what's making me making me freak out you you really want I'm putting this away no no just, just leave it up here I'm not gonna leave it up here I am for gonna you smash that thing open look <laughs> at the very end of your career do I want this to end in some sort of alcoholic binge that gets us all sorts of ratings of I course don't have to drink it I just want to smell it oh and then it's just just one sip 
But it's just it's just touching my lips. That's not Hang drinking. On just a second. This is what happens. Hang on just there, a second. You know. You okayed <laughs> an, a whiskey, spo- knowing that whiskey is my, you okayed a whiskey sponsorship it's good whiskey. on this program. It's right. good whiskey. And now, and come on, let's be serious. Mm-hmm. Why did you take that whiskey sponsor sponsorship? I mean, yes, it's good whiskey, but. It's Fox and Oda. It's great. No, no, no. And I'll, I did know it would torture you. Yes. yes. Okay. So that's so part now, of it. It's a small part of it. Right. So small now it. it's sitting here. And now you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't torture you. I mean, I just I. I you see what I did to the box of candy? Yes. Open I that bottle of whiskey. No. Right now. I, <laughs> those are glass shards. If you break the bottle of whiskey, Glenn, <laughs> I'm very nervous. Again, I don't want to drink it. I just want to smell it. I love the smell of whiskey. You also love the taste of whiskey. and That became a major problem for your life. Not really, so that I'd wasn't rather... the problem. It was I love the effects mm. of whiskey. Yeah. Would you remember? Well, yes, mm, that's the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to to. Uh, to okay, s- but let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Which is a bigger problem? Alcoholism, mm-hmm. alcoholism or being somebody that's excited about this story and you're an adult. McDonald's is bringing its adult Happy Meals back into circulation, (laughs) Uh, even containing six individual toy options. The chief of marketing and customer experience officer references the success of last year's cactus plant flea market box and notes that it was something that would be revisited because fans told us they wanted to celebrate that quintessential childhood experience again. Mm. So, uh, so they're they're giving you the little happy meal where the golden arches are the handle, yeah, with the little toy in it that none of us had for more than five minutes because it was crap. And which adult? I want to talk to the adults that are like, you know what? I am really happy. I can really relive that experience and. And see what McDonald's has left for me as a toy, as an adult who gets a toy. I don't know. I think I'd rather be an alcoholic. Uh, it's an interesting point. Now, the, the worst part about the Happy Meal for adults is they have full-sized meals for adults that you could just have that are bigger and more of the stuff that you like, unless you're going for some weird, you know, I'm uh, going back into a cocoon of childhood and you know with what Dis- with point. what Disney has done when I heard adult toys in a happy meal box <laughs> I <laughs> Uh, you can picture some psychopath out in the McDonald's parking lot smashing open a plastic <laughs> bo- box <laughs> with their adult toy inside Daddy why is your box vibrating Shut up <laughs> going to smash it on the bumper in the parking lot. Uh, but there, I do you think though this is a thing that is has made a real comeback. Like there, I feel like there was a time. Maybe I'm just misremembering this, but I feel like there was a time where it would be embarrassing to like want to jump back into all the childhood behaviors of of your past like, yes those are great uh, memories, i think our but, grandparents would have slapped right. us across the face right that's kind of how yeah. i picture it yeah <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> kind of how, how i would picture yeah, it right yeah sure but like it seems like now i mean 
this I don't know is this offensive to some I don't know maybe but like the dis the real the real passion for Disney World and Disneyland from adults is interesting to me. I like I'm not it's a great place I'm not no, no, I no. get it and I know that no. like right now first of all it's a spawn of Satan now so you can't go anymore but, I've noticed that uh, yes all right but, but like I do know a lot of no, people even conservatives because who still go back there like as adults you know a lot like okay. multiple but that times is because a wait a minute because that brings back innocence it brings back well, the happy meal brings dream. back innocence I, I mean, it I, brings back Back crap <laughs> no, that you no, had. Don't you besmirch the, McDonald's. You Ronald has done bo- a lot for this country. Yeah, has he? Yeah. How big of a house does that fat clown need? <laughs> it's yeah, a very he's big house. Always raising money. Mm-hmm. Hey, finish my house. Finish my house. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. Okay. You you're, you gave that box that Happy Meal because it kept your kids quiet. So you didn't drink during the day. That's why you I don't know that your experience is exactly the same as everyone else's experience. <laughs> Mr. Please open that whiskey bottle so I can smell it. I just I'm just saying. But I do you find that is it something where the world has become you know here's here, so let me give you dark example. that they're looking for a I no. No. Nobody's growing up. When mm. I was 18 years old, maybe 17, I remember coming back home from school and uh, and I had a bowl of cereal and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm just watching TV and there's nothing on. It's like, you know, soap opera time of the day. Sure. There's nothing on. So so I you know keep flipping around. And the best thing that was on, believe it or not, was Mr. Rogers. OK. Now, my dad happened to come home early that day. And I'll never forget, uh, he came up the stairs, you know, we had those split levels houses and he came up the stairs and he came around and he's like, Hey, and he saw me eating cereal on the couch, watching TV, which he was disgusted by already. Mm-hmm. He was like, do something, with do your something life. with your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he came and then I'll never forget. He walked past the TV and then he turned around to see it because Mr. Rogers and had the little puppets with the king and the kingdom. He looked at it and he looked at me. He looked back at the TV. (laughs) He watched it for about 40 seconds. Then he looked back at me and said, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) I think that should be said to every adult who's excited about the happy meal. You need a parent or a grandparent that is in your life that'll just say to you, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. There is a, uh, I feel like that was the approach back in the day, but like I, we were, I was talking about. No, this. that's the approach it should be today. Today. I'm, I'm very excited. What are you going to say? What? I'm very excited to celebrate uh, this, this, this quintessential childhood memory. Out of all the memories we have as a family, you pick the crappy what? two See, this cent is, this is the, toy. There's some anti-McDonald's thing going on with you, and I don't like I it. I love McDonald's. I love no, McDonald's. No, you? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You are. No, I, <laughs> no, I mean, but I do feel like there's this anti... You've been bashing them a lot lately. I don't like it. I don't like it. I get defensive. You know why? The because they reduce the size of the fillet of fish. 
Oh, okay. That, well, that okay. makes sense. This all tracks now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like they're be they're becoming like Dunkin' Minis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where I got to eat two of them <laughs> to equal one. Right. And that. I'm pissed because yes, I am fat, but I feel fatter if I have to order two of them. Then mm. you're just like, then you're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, you order minis by the box. Mm. Okay. Okay. You don't say I need 36 donut holes. You say I want a box of minis, please. The world needs your knowledge and wisdom on these topics. Thank you. They really does. Thank they really you. do. I, uh, are you familiar with uh, the term dink? <laughs> you familiar with the term dink? Like no, it, but I'm you know. relating it to you right now. Okay, okay. all right, all that's right. fine. Yeah, uh, it, it means uh, dual income, no kids. Aha. Uh-huh. Like so, uh, we had a video we were showing yesterday. When we watched on News and Why It Matters as well. Uh, mm-hmm. um, these two people talking about what it means when because they're dinks mm-hmm. and they're bragging about it. And one of the, the the fat guy who's one of the there's a very small woman and a very large man in the video. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh, we have the video. Okay, yeah, here, listen. Oh, yeah. We're dinks. We're gonna get asked daily when we plan on having kids. We're dinks. Of course we're going to go out to eat every night after work. We're dinks. We don't have to ask our family for financial help or to watch our kid when we want to go out. Wow. We're dinks. We're going to go to Costco and buy all the snacks in bulk that we want. Okay, okay. We're stop. dinks. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, let me tell you why. <laughs> They're dinks, okay? Yeah. She's beautiful. He's a fat Gila monster. Mm-hmm. There's no way she's going to have sex with him. Right, so he, so, so there's no children in their future. That that's why they're dinks. That's why they're dinks. She's happy she's with like, his income. I am so. <laughs> do not leave all your clothes on. Like she's she's turn the lights oh, on. Leave all the clothes brilliant. on. I had not thought about that. Yeah, he, she, she has brilliantly convinced mm-hmm. him. There's some new ideology between yes. a dual yeah. income, no kids. When they first got married, he was probably <laughs> you know okay. You know right. he was probably and then he just let himself go. Right, and she's like, I can't have sex. With with him what if we create a whole new thing oh actually i'm just morally we're dinks. yeah we love being dinks it's right really way better let's, way to live let's I swear. go eat yeah <laughs> i love that but i i have a huge problem uh-huh with with these points largely uh-huh. because the big fat guy doesn't understand that children largely i mean they're the biggest part of the role of children is to get you access to more snacks it's the best snack highway you're ever going to find. Do you know how many kinds of mac and cheese I've had over the past 10 years? It's incredible. The world needs your knowledge. Th- th- See, this guy you. is uh, not only fat, he's you. stupid. <laughs> thank you. He's stupid, well, thank too. You. Thank you. Thank you. All right. With all... <laughs> We're just bad people. Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about that. With the holiday shopping season now in full swing... Uh, the holiday scamming season is upon us as well. Cyber thieves are now working overtime to steal your information and your money. I think I have a shard of plastic in my in my yeah, hand. Yeah, I mean, I think you really did some damage. No, I need chocolate to uh, be on the lookout for scams that involve gift cards. You touch another piece of that I chocolate. Thing a- I'm going to try it. Wire transfers, cryptocurrency, all these things that you could be scammed on. Uh, make sure that you are are paying attention and you're not going to be able to catch everything. LifeLock is out there. They're watching your back. They're going to catch things that you may not catch. Nobody can stop everything. But LifeLock by Norton is the best out there. LifeLock. 
It detects and alerts you to things that you might not spot on your own, things like loans taken out in your name, cyber criminals pretending to be you. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK, save 25%. LifeLock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. All right. Um, by the way, can I ask you a question? Is uh, is Fetterman getting better? I I can't explain anything that's happening with John Fetterman. He's making good points. He's making good points. He's and taking stands. Uh, yeah, that and are he's important. Right. I, I don't. I, I, I he's. It's been Have very we weird. gone brain dead, or is he getting better? You mean, you're, are you saying is he getting better physically? Are you saying like yeah, because he's, he's actually speaking. It is a little bit better than yeah. it was. Uh, now, of course, I would still argue he should not be a senator, um, but he is a little bit better than he was. Like I, there was an interview in the View he did the other day, and he still stumbles yeah. and has problems, but he was better than he was six right. months ago. And I, That's I, good, good for him, man. I mean, I mean as much did as you hear make, what he said about Menendez, yeah, yeah, he's I been mean, all over him. Did you see he did a George Santos cameo for Menendez? He actually like paid for George Santos to. Rec- to record a video to encourage Bob Menendez to, to push on. Oh my God! <laughs> it was a fun, He's a. He's definitely a troll. Uh, you know, I. He looks like a troll. He does look like he a troll. He does look like a troll. The Glenn Beck Program.